What up, yo? It's Mark Shanup with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, August 4th. I almost said Saturday. So used to saying Saturday. It's Tuesday, August 4th, episode number 106. And I am excited for today's show. We're going to go over my top 12 running backs. Also, I have a new segment for today. And let's just get right into that. This or that. So we're going to play this game called This or That. I'm going to describe two different players, and I want to know, do you want this player or do you want that player? All right, so the first player, player A, last year they had a total of 1,746 yards. That's rushing and receiving, 1,746 yards. Player B, or player 2, they had 1,772 total yards. Okay? So almost identical. Then the player A, they had 18 receptions. Player B had 36 receptions. Player A is projected for 1,639 yards this year. Player B is projected for 1,665 total yards. Player A last year had 18 touchdowns. Player B only had 8 touchdowns. Okay, guys know who they are yet? Can you take a guess on who player A and who player B is? So player A this year is projected for 15 touchdowns. Player B is projected for 12 touchdowns. Player A is Derrick Henry. He is ranked as the running back five right now on Yahoo. Player B is Nick Chubb, running back number nine. So not a Huge difference in rankings, but enough where a lot of people are expecting Derrick Henry to be that top echelon running back. And I think he lived off of his touchdowns last year. 18 touchdowns. That's a touchdown a game. I don't see that necessarily happening again. I think that's going to regress a little bit. And again, they haven't projected for 15 total touchdowns. Um, I got him around 12, 12 or 13. So... You basically can get the exact same player in Nick Chubb as Derrick Henry. He just doesn't have necessarily the touchdown upside as Derrick Henry has. But you can get him a couple spots later in the draft. All right, we got some announcements. So we are still doing the hashtag knockout giveaway. We still got that going on. So you can win your signed Nick Chubb jersey. It's funny how I picked Nick Chubb as part of the this or that player. Um, I think I like him. I think he's probably another one of my guys. We also have the Knockout Listener League starting this year. So sign up for your chance to be a part of this and see if you can become a Knockout Champion. Are you looking for an edge in your draft? Need some draft cheat sheets? Because we got some. All you have to do is support the show. And you can do all these things at the website fantasyknockout.com. I've also provided links in the show notes, and you can follow the show on social media. We're on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. We're on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Hashtag dominate your league. Ready to talk some news? News with views. All right, to start it off, we got quarterback Cam Newton of the New England Patriots. His coach, Uncle Bill, said that Cam will have to compete for the starting job. We expected this. We still think I still give the edge to Cam over Jared Stidham. 
Uh, wide receiver Antonio Brown, free agent. He <laughs> is in the news again. Uh, the NFL came out, came out and they suspended him for eight games for violating the league's personal conduct policy. So knowing that if any team is interested in his talent, they know that and they understand that he's just basically unavailable for the first half of the season. So I know like quarterback Lamar Jackson has been like campaigning and wanting the Ravens to sign um, Antonio Brown because his cousin Hollywood Brown is also playing there. And that would be an amazing dynamic duo. But um, anyways, if anybody wants his services, they got to hit the suspension. They got to eat that suspension for a while. But we'll see. I I see him possibly signing with a team if like a star receiver goes down on a team and if they need help. Other than that, I don't see anything happening right now. Next, wide receiver T.Y. Hilton of the Indianapolis Colts. He has been placed on the active NFI list with a hamstring injury. Um, it's said to be a mild hamstring injury during like a workout. This might be enough to scare me away from him this year. I just I don't want to deal with players and their soft tissue issues. You're going to see a lot more hamstrings and weird groin pulls and all that kind of stuff pop up because these players are not... They don't have the preseason games to kind of get into that shape. So any soft tissue issues, they usually linger all season long. And it, like I said, it's going to scare me away most likely. Next, wide receiver Jarvis Landry of the Cleveland Browns has been placed on the active PUP list. Uh, it's said that he's still to be on schedule to return from his hip surgery on time. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of apprehensive about drafting him at his current ADP right now um, just because coming back from the, that hip surgery. You just don't know. And then next, wide receiver Henry Ruggs of the Las Vegas Raiders. He said he's fully recovered from his thigh injury he suffered in the offseason, so that's great news. And then tight end Jordan Reed, who is a free agent. He signed a one-year deal with the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, they still have Kittle, who's the main guy, but just thought it was interesting. Reed, you know, is a talent, very talented uh, tight end, but uh, he, had, he just has a n- nagging injury history, so... Anyways, he's on the Niners now. And the next, or the last bit of news is Commissioner Roger Goodell. Uh, the NFL, they basically set the deadline for players to opt out. It's been moved to this Thursday and Friday, something like that. So we'll know the final date for that because I think it was originally August 1st. So they moved it back to give players a little bit more time. All right, so there have been some new players added to the reserve slash COVID list. Um Players that are still on there are Keyshawn Vaughn, Justin Jefferson, Kenny Galladay, TJ Hawkinson, Jeff Wilson, and Jace Sternberger. Uh, we talked about those guys last week or last show. The new guys added to this list are wide receiver James Washington out of Pittsburgh, running back Jalen Samuels out of Pittsburgh, quarterback Gardner Minshew out of Jacksonville, backup running back Ryquel Armstead out of Jacksonville, quarterback Matthew Stafford out of Detroit, and then also head coach Doug Peterson in Philadelphia. They've all been placed on this uh, COVID list. So just keeping you guys up to date with those. We've had two more players opt out. You know, the previous guys were wide receiver Denver Funches, wide receiver Marquise Goodwin, Damian Williams out of Kansas City, you know, running back. Uh, the two new guys this week are wide receiver Geronimo Allison out of Detroit and running back Jamise Alawale out of Dallas. So those are players that have opted out and are not playing this year Uh, let's get ready to rumble main event let's talk about my top 12 running backs and why i have them ranked where i have them i am excited this is fun i love i like these shows 
number one. Christian McCaffrey of the Carolina Panthers. So last year he played 16 games. He had 287 attempts, rushing attempts for 1,387 yards, 15 touchdowns on the ground. He had 116 receptions for 1,005 receiving yards, four touchdowns, four receiving touchdowns for a total of 413.2 points. He's a true league winner last year. Uh, CMC vaulted into the record books, becoming the third running back to ever have 1,000 rushing and 1,000 receiving yards in a season. The man is a monster. The question for CMC revolves around a brand new coaching staff and offensive philosophy. New quarterback Teddy Bridgewater has a history of targeting the running back position over 20% of the time. But will Matt Rule feed CMC anywhere close to last year? The team certainly didn't add any depth in the backfield, and they just made him the highest-paid running back. So CMC, he's he looks like he's locked into the 101 draft spot, and I like him a lot this year. Number two, Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. So last year he played 16 games. He had 301 rushing attempts for 1,540 yards, 12 rushing touchdowns, 54 receptions for 420 yards, two re- uh, receiving touchdowns for 284.7 points. Zeke remained the banner of consistency last year as he never finished outside the top 24 running backs. His overall volume did take a bit of a dip, but it was nice to see his rushing TDs hit positive regression. Zeke feels like the safest of the early fantasy running backs. He's used as a true three-down player and has the ability of availability. Dallas has the look of an overpowered offense, which should yield excellent results for Zeke. Number three, Saquon Barkley of the New York Football Giants. He played 13 games last year. He had 217 attempts, 1,003 rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns. 52 receptions for 438 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns for a total of 218.1 points. It was an unfortunate season for Saquon. A high ankle sprain limited him to appearing in 13 games last year. It was it was tough in the streets as Barkley tried to play through the injury. He eventually regained his superpowers and scorched the earth during the fantasy playoffs. Helped me win a championship. Uh, The only red flag for Saquon would be target volume. He saw 121 targets as a rookie playing with Eli Manning. In games with Daniel Jones, his 16-game pace dropped to 88 targets. Barkley can certainly make the most of those opportunities, but we will hope that his volume does go up. Number 4. Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. Last year, he played in 14 games, for, and he had 250 uh, rushing attempts for 1,135 rushing yards, 13 rushing touchdowns, 53 receptions for 519 receiving yards, and no receiving touchdowns. And that was a total of 265.9 points. He's threatened to hold out with a new contract. He's actually reported back to camp, but still can hold out at the beginning of the season. Uh, Dalvin had a big-time breakout campaign. Unfortunately, it was derailed again by injury. It was technically the most games he ever played in a season, which is 14, but he was only used in his regular role for 11 of those games. Injury is a complete and fair concern for those drafting Cook as a top-five pick. His upside, however, is the number one fantasy running back. 
during his healthy stretch, he was averaging 20 rushes for 93 yards and a touchdown on the ground and four receptions for 41 yards through the air. That's what he was averaging. And now he has the running game guru, Gary Kubiak, as his offensive coordinator. So I'm excited for Cook this year. I like him a lot. Number five, Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints. So last year he played in 14 games. He had 171 rushing attempts for 797 yards, five rushing touchdowns, 81 receptions for 533 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown for 208 points. So Super Camario, he disappointed last year based off of his draft price. However, there is no statistical reason to worry about Kamara being an elite fantasy player. His numbers across the board were actually very comparable. Similar rushing yards per game, similar targets and receptions. It all came down to touchdowns. He plummeted from 18 total touchdowns to 6. The 2018 TD pace was unsustainable, but the regression he saw from last year was just, it's an overcorrection. Uh, The Saints in 2018 had 33 carries inside the 5, but only 13 last year. So expect that number to rise and expect him to become Super Camario again. Number 6. Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. So last year he played in 15 games. He had 303 rushing attempts for 1,540 yards, the rushing leader. 16 rushing touchdowns, 18 receptions for 206 yards, 2 receiving touchdowns for a total of 285.6 points. So nobody on earth should be happier for the emergence of Ryan Tannehill than Derrick Henry himself. Well, maybe A.J. Brown. (laughs) Henry was off to a fine fantasy season with Mariota as a signal caller. He was averaging 19 rushes for 69 rushing yards, which was the running back 14. And he was on the field for 59% of the snaps. Then once Tannehill took over the starting job, Henry went, he went Super Saiyan, right? With much better game scripts, Henry was able to be on the field for 68% of the snaps, and his rushing average jumped up to 21 rushes, two more carries, 125 yards per game. That's a lot. The Titans do have some turnover on the offensive line, which will impact their rushing attack. Henry is a great fantasy option, but his dominance of last year seems unlikely to repeat at this level. Number 7. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire of the Kansas City Chiefs. So he is a rookie this year. He doesn't have any numbers from last year, so we're just going to jump right into it. In an instant, everything has changed for the the first round pick. CEH was already a very interesting fantasy pick going very early in drafts, but now his main competition, Damian Williams, has opted out of the NFL season. So Edwards-Hilaire brings a skill set of running and pass-catching that will fit in perfectly with Andy Reid's offense. Andy Reid's running back score fantasy points. The team drafted CEH over every other running back in the NFL draft. Pat Mahomes wanted the team to draft CEH. And it can feel scary to take a rookie in the first round, but CEH feels safe at this point with unbelievable potential for fantasy. And I have him comped like a Ray Rice. Number eight, Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. So last year he played in 16 games. He had 278 rushing attempts for 1,137 yards, five rushing touchdowns, 
35 receptions for 287 yards and three receiving touchdowns for 207.9 points. Um, it happens pretty often that we see players have two distinctly different halves of the season. But Mixon's second half, transformed his transformation was just incredible. For the first eight games of the season, he was a valuable fantasy player in only two games, and he averaged just over 50 total yards a week. The Bengals clearly figured out a running scheme far more suited for Mixon's play style. The final eight games of the season, Mixon became a league-winning running back with five weeks in the top 10 and only finishing outside the top 24 once. The concerns with Mixon revolve around a brand-new rookie quarterback and whispers of a holdout. Number 9. Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. So last year he had 16 games for 298 attempts, 1,494 rushing yards, 8 rushing touchdowns, 36 receptions, 278 receiving yards, and no receiving touchdowns for a total of 237.2 points. So Chubb fell just short of taking home the rushing title last year and nearly hit 1,500 rushing yards. Heading into this year, though, he will carry a tag of risk slash reward. The talent of Chubb is undeniable. The team made major upgrades to the offensive line, and to top it off, they brought in a coach with a run-first history. What also can't be ignored is Kareem Hunt. Chubb saw a drop off of about four opportunities per game once Hunt returned from his suspension. It's a total unknown how the new coaching staff will split the workload between the two backs. Number 10. Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. Last year, he played in 13 games. He had 242 attempts for 1,150 yards, 7 rushing touchdowns, 20 receptions for 166 yards, and 0 receiving touchdowns. And that was a total of 181.6 points. He didn't see the volume in college, but he definitely saw it in his rookie season. He ended up suffering a shoulder injury in Week 7 that he played through for a while, but eventually ended his first year. Jacobs was a beast on the ground one of 14 running backs to tote the ball 240 times. The question fantasy drafters will have to answer is, will he get the targets he deserves this year? The team has talked about getting him more involved in, the, in that aspect of the game this year, but they also brought back pass-catching specialist Jalen Richard. Uh, if Jacobs earns the trust of the team and the target share, he, be, he can become a top-five running back. Number 11, Kenyon Drake of the Arizona Cardinals. Last year, he played in 14 games, saw 170 rushing attempts for 817 yards, 8 rushing touchdowns, 50 receptions for 345 receiving yards, 0 receiving touchdowns for 189.2 points. Go ahead and take a victory lap. Drake Truthers. It's been a wild ride to get here, but Drake is set up in a very big way this year. Over the course of the season... Had you correctly played the Cardinals running back, start, the starting running back, it would have netted you the running back three on the season. But it was always hard to predict which running back was going to go off that week. Once the team traded for Drake, knowing who the starter would be, it stabilized. But he won't be as consistent as the top end of RB1s like Zeke and Barkley. Um, but he's going to be very reliable, and he has a ceiling to single-handedly win a few weeks. 
Number 12, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Last year, he played in 16 games, had 236 attempts for 1,084 rushing yards, 16 rushing touchdowns, 49 receptions for 474 receiving yards, and three receiving touchdowns for 290.3 points. So his coach, Matt LaFleur, spent the offseason proclaiming not only did he want to split the running back touches a bit more, he wanted a third running back in the mix. And that's what the Packers did in the second round when they drafted Hulk cosplayer A.J. Dillon. Uh, Jones should be set up for another solid fantasy year, but it is harder to see. Scoring a TD on every 15 touches like he did last year is not possible to repeat without maintaining that volume. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is the rest of my top 24 running backs. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe and whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. Also, don't forget to enter to win a signed Nick Chubb jersey at fantasyknockout.com. Hashtag knockout giveaway. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.